Hello, this is your spoiler warning. If you don't want 1994's Street Fighter 2, the animated movie, spoiled, uh, just go watch it on YouTube. Like, it's free. Just go there, watch it, come back. Or don't, and just listen to us. Alright. Hello, and welcome to Badaptation, where we watch and talk about every theatrically released video game adaptation, their sequels, tie-ins, and whatever else we fancy. I'm your host, Finn, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Guy. Hello. This week, we're watching Gisaburo Sugi, Street Fighter 2, the animated movie from 1994. I may have butchered the... That was a pretty good effort. Yeah, I, I at least gave it an honest go. I thought, which, what's, what's more respectful? Giving it an honest go or just skipping over it and not trying to learn anything. Oh, well. Normally here, we might watch the trailer, but uh, we just tried watching one and it's pretty dog shit. Pretty we gave it a go. Yeah, we gave it a go. Uh, we recommend you, I don't know if you want to see it, go have a look. You do the work. <laughs> don't, don't let us do everything. <laughs> so this movie ties into the games. Uh, the first Street Fighter tournament has concluded. Uh, while we catch the ending of it in the prologue to, you know, to this, like the ending of that tournament in the prologue of this movie, which is Ryu defeating Sagat, which I believe you mentioned on our episode four yes. of Street Fighter. Uh, finishing him off, what was it, with a thunder uppercut lightning? Dragon punch. That one. So M. Bison is trying to capture Ryu for nefarious reasons, and Ryu is casually traveling the world doing fights and such and avoiding Bison unknowingly. Uh, the entire 17-character Street Fighter 2 roster is clunkily woven in. However, it is forgivable because it means less screen time for Ken. Eventually, Ryu fights M. Bison and defeats him predictably. But don't worry, there's a section of the movie where you can have a wank if you're so inclined. <laughs> Great synopsis. Thank Accurate. You. Yeah. <laughs> For some. There's something for everyone, is what we're saying with this uh, particular... Uh, movie so yeah I, I will say again this is the first time i've watched this in 20 years mm-hmm. well in full <laughs> yeah <laughs> I suspect. with the exception of one particular scene which we'll get to i'm uncomfortable <laughs> um but to me what i really like i i started watching this again and you have this prologue which is essentially the story of street fighter one or the mm-hmm. end of street fighter one or the mythology of street fighter one and it's Ryu and Sagat, or Ryu and the Sagat in this, um, uh, well, it's not on a street. No. It's technically not a street fight. Yeah, well. <laughs> but they have this kind of kick-ass thing, and Ryu beats him, and it's pretty awesome. It's a pretty awesome opening. It's some nice, like, oh, the fighting game with some fighting in it. Yeah. That was cool. And and I was watching that, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is clearly, if you were a Street Fighter fan, exactly what you would want to see in a street fighter movie yes if you were a street fighter fan but not a movie fan this is exactly what you'd want to see (laughs) well i guess that does sort of come to my next sort of thing is when i watched or when i talked about watching this i was like oh man finn's gonna love this film he's gonna love it you know this is the best of all of them and i believed you um but as i watched it i was like huh you know what if you didn't like Street Fighter the game and you didn't play Street Fighter the game, mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't like this Street Fighter movie that much. Not as much. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I think part of my sort of fandom and my appreciation of this movie is actually tied to the fact that it's like they they kind of did make a, 
a video game movie that is really like the video game and i really like the video game yeah um however if you didn't really like the video game there's maybe quite a lot less there for you to sort of pick up and enjoy just as a casual watcher yeah like i understood at least i think i did like 90 percent of what was going on due to just loosely knowing the source material uh a lot from having to cover two movies already and do some research into, hey, what's the difference between Ryu and Ken? Which one's which? <laughs> um, funnily enough, Ken's the white guy. Yeah. Yep. I've logged that. That's yeah. Ken. Blonde bowl cut. <laughs> Don't talk about his hair. <laughs> well, look, we have to talk about his hair because yeah. they modified his hair in this one. Oh, did they? And they took away the bowl cut aspect, the half bowl cut aspect, which was the iconic signature half bowl cut blonde, a weird kind of seventies thing that they had. Mm. And they were like, no, let's just make it all long, which was a choice. So bold (laughs) that, uh, they chose in the rest of the street fighters to do that. They're like, you know what? This blonde bowl cut thing. Yeah. Maybe not cool. Really? (laughs) And maybe visually this is better. Yeah. So kind of since this this movie, this anime, Ken's just had long blonde hair as opposed to a hardcore blonde bowl cut. Yeah, like from what I've read, this anime has inspired a lot of changes within the Street Fighter yeah. games in terms of, you know, some storylines were first addressed within this movie that then they've then gone, oh, that's a pretty neat avenue to explore. Let's incorporate that into the games going forward. Or, yeah. Know, at least in the next game or whatever they were doing so that's like it seems to have been quite influential yes yeah um so what were some of your biggest takeaways from this film nobody knows how to pronounce shadow loo shadow law shadow law right i think that's the third one we've got now is yep. the three things we've covered this is shadow law in this, this is, one right it's even spelt out as shadow law like those two words yeah. and they've just combined them yeah so inconsistent which is it which is it right in tell us which one is it <laughs> shadowloo shadowlow shadowlaw chunli and guile yeah have a similar dynamic in this mm-hmm. to the dynamic they had in the um live action feature film yes and this was released before that right but i think they were going concurrently in terms of yeah. production yeah yeah so in the original release of this there's a trailer for street fighter that's right yeah they're both released in 1994 yes so i think either they were working together on that or happy coincidence on both capcom had similar ideas for a bunch of things they wanted i mean capcom you know definitely developed this it's the first thing you see is the capcom logo yeah and then you know they definitely had their finger in the pie of the movie and were quite overbearing with decisions being made in that so yeah i I don't think it's a it's a coincidence. Well, you did mention the shoehorning in of characters, mm-hmm. and it's like, man, they just can't let go of the damn new challenges, the four new ta- challenges, which is DJ, mm-hmm. T Hawk, um, uh, Cammy, and uh, oh, Fei Long. No, oh, yeah, I thought Cammy was like quite. No, so oh, okay. she's just she comes into it like she has now become iconic. Yeah, but wonder why <laughs> yeah it's weird Who knows? nothing to do with the leotard no nothing at all nothing at all nothing at all <laughs> stupid sexy cammy um but like the like you know just in the like in the live action one it's like why are these people here yeah. and what are they doing because they really have no business like it's not like 
they help through like in this Fei Long's like a movie star, Bruce Lee style movie star. Well, Fei Long is just Bruce Lee, really. Yeah, who <laughs> who who basically has a little fight with Ryu and gets beat up. Mm-hmm. Uh, T Hawk uh, gets beat up by Ken just randomly. Ken's like, I don't want to fight you, and he's like, No, we need to fight for and honor it, and it, respect, and it's and like warrior spirit. Yeah. yeah, and then they have a very brief fight. Ken beats him, and he's like, Okay, cool. Uh, that's the end of him. That's literally the end of him in this. At and least then, they have fights in a fighting movie. Yeah. That's yep, that's a yep. nice, you know, like a, at least a dozen. Like there's well, so plenty many of good fights, fights in, this. in this film. Yeah, plenty of good fights. Cammy is right at the beginning. She breaks someone's neck. It's re- what was weird to me about that was it was unclear who like it was a politician. Sure, that yeah, was yeah, an yeah. enemy of Shadow Law. Maybe. I guess. We didn't really know. All no. we know is she assassinated a politician and she's been brainwashed by Bison. The purpose of that was just to have her in the film. Exactly. I think that's, well, that's, I'd say 80% of the characters that are in here. Well, I was like, why you, were they there? Maybe, oh, just to be there. Yeah, maybe the most, yeah, the worst is DJ mm-hmm. is just working at a, a supermarket. He's not, I don't know, is he, does he own the supermarket? Was it a, I thought it was like a club or something. He oh, was, was he it was a club. bouncer? Was he a bouncer? Maybe he was a bouncer. Yeah. But anyway, he's outside a place. He just beats up a guy. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, hey, DJ. Well, <laughs> in terms of shoehorning, what about Akuma? Well, Akuma <laughs> is the, and I was like, wait. Is that a coma? Yeah, he's just sitting just there. Just sitting there. Yeah. He's just sitting there. He's just, just, to, just he's just literally go, just tick. he's just sitting like kind of far in the background of a yep. shot. Yep. No no other reference to him but that. So they could have done that where they just had a story about Ken and Ryu, and then there's one scene where they just, you know, pan along and there's fifteen characters sitting along a wall. <laughs> then yeah. they go, tick, 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 tick. That's all of Capcom's needs. But they did sort of do the right thing in making Ken and Ryu the kind of the, the focal point of this. I film. disagree that that is a Good thing to do. They are so boring. Hey, Ryu fights for honor. He's just looking for the. He's always searching for the next challenge. You know what they could? They could have done a much better job. To me, Ken is actually a great character because he's like a flawed version of Ryu. That he, makes one of us uh, he, thinks that. He, he, like it's not obvious here, but it's like he kind of he was interested in the fame and the fortune yeah. of what becoming a great fighter meant. Mm-hmm. Ryu chose the honorable way while Ken likes the pomp and circumstance and the sort of, you know, the prestige of it, which is not why you should be fighting. Yeah. And kind of playing on that idea as a sort of a theme could actually be like a fascinating, uh, you know, sort of story and like, you know, why these two keep clashing. Yeah. Um, Obviously, they didn't have any of that in this. No, they, they might. <laughs> uh, they There are some further movies that we will watch that yeah. does center almost only on those two characters. Yeah. Live action, even. And yeah, no, nah, real, real good. I think the... I won't give anything away. <laughs> those also, like, for Street Fighter fans, yeah. they are everyone's kind of go-to characters and therefore have to be featured very prominently. Yeah. It would be weird if... Yeah, like E Honda was the main character. Sure, I mean they did do the Legend of Chun Li, while not a good movie. Yeah, I like the idea of not doing a Ken Ryu movie. Right, they were barely in it. Well, they weren't in it. They weren't. One in was it. mentioned, and that's it. Yeah, I feel like they could have put more Street Fighterness into it, but I did like that they didn't just go, "Let's make a spin-off with the main characters." No, you do a spin-off with a less prominent character. You mm. feature them more mm. heavily, especially when like my idea of Ken and Ryu is. 
They are both fighters who are trained to fight for the purpose of fighting. But one's a bit of a dick, and yeah. one is honourable. Yeah, that's. I think that's about as deep as it goes. It's like they fight because fighting. That's what fighters do, man. They fight for the art of fighting. Well, at least Bison kind of has some motivation. Yeah. Instead of just like, oh, I just wanna, I just wanna win the fight. He has long term goals. I'm not saying he's the good guy, obviously. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna be any devil's advocate or anything. But at least he's more interesting of a character. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I I did notice that in the that opening prologue. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one scene where uh, essentially they're being watched. They're being observed. Yes. They're being observed by a T-1000 style um, android. It's some surveillance of some kind. Yeah. yeah. We don't know. We find out later that it's these androids, right? Yeah, who are wearing um like... Uh, like very obviously robots. Yeah. They, uh, they <laughs> They've got like one, one me- like half their face is metal. Like a, it reminded me of the scouters from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. They like scan a fighter and get their yeah, power well, level. There's even a... Like there a, is a power level. There is a power level. And I looked it up and so him, you know, going, oh, his power level's over 3,000. Yeah. It seems incomprehensible that he could rank over 3,000. I thought, is that a reference to like the... The over 9,000 yeah. thing that became a meme? No, this predates that. At least the... It does, but it doesn't predate Dragon Ball Z and no. talking about power levels. Definitely not, no. And, and that's what I had to go back. I was like, yeah. hang on, who did this whole power levels thing first? Because if Dragon Ball Z did it first, this is really blatant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just really blatant. They I mean, really just stole it really blatantly. I mean, it's kind of a vague idea. Putting yeah, a number it, to someone's strength. Yeah, but it, I mean, it is very like they do it very deliberately and specifically yeah. in Dragon Ball yeah. uh, Z, and then they do it here mm-hmm. in almost exactly the same way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's to me. I was like, oh, this is a bridge too far. Like, I mean, Goku is based on Superman. Well, so the, like, the, you know, <laughs> the other thing is, I was like, man, Goku and Ryu are real interchangeable as uh, characters right now racist um <laughs> uh but yeah so that 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 whole power levels thing i was like hmm not sure i can get on board with that but also in their power level breakdown mm-hmm. one of the things that this android was breaking down was ryu's structural integrity like he's some type of bmw yeah <laughs> i was like what structural integrity of the fighter seriously if you, if you put him under you know, immense <laughs> yeah. pressure will he crumble yeah you know? exactly <laughs> it's like if we you know run him into a wall a few times what's gonna happen like i was like come on if is you this at, like if you an, keep him at the red line for yeah. 90 minutes straight will he collapse is this an and i was like is this an english typo thing or is this uh a um japanese uh kind of mistranslation exactly i think there's a few of those things yes. like there's some spelling mistakes and there's some yeah you know whatever uh it's it's 1994 you don't really have as much access to the translation as yeah. you know you, you see early pokemon games and things there's all sorts of weird mistranslations and all sorts i can forgive it it adds to the charm a little bit yeah and and like i watched the version which was an english dub of the original japanese release so everything visually it was the same as the Japanese release. They just had English voices over yep. the top. So it still has those uh, international inconsistencies, such as Bison, Vega, and Balrog all having their names switched around. Yes. Uh, I did come across a version which was an upscaled via AI version that's in 60 frames per second. It's the first one that comes up when you look it up on YouTube. Yeah. And 
I did start watching that and I thought, oh, like the fight scenes look way better. Right. It does look pretty cool. Yeah. But, you know, I I was looking up some trivia for it. Yeah. It says, oh, there's this mistake and there's this mistake. And I'm looking it up and I'm going, it's not there. No, it's not there. They've fixed those kind of things, like the spelling mistakes, like the, you know, putting in the correct names and things like that. Yeah. So someone really cares about this movie. (laughs) Well, yeah, because I'm assuming that's a fan AI uh, thing. Yeah. Which would have taken like maybe like hundreds of hours of rendering to do. Probably. Plus with all the other stuff. Yeah. You know, someone really loved (laughs) that Chun-Li shower scene. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right you want to talk about you specifically well, want to talk about like, the chun shower scene <laughs> we've hinted at it we have to we have to go there what did you think <laughs> i thought it was completely unnecessary <laughs> well look here's the thing right mm-hmm. people people have showers in real life <laughs> right people take shits in real life yeah. they're not going to put that on screen <laughs> but people take showers in real life uh-huh. and people are naked when they take showers uh-huh so oh, not everybody well, not some never nudes yeah, I you know so. you don't know but i'm just <laughs> one of them could be on a podcast or something presenting <laughs> if you are to show someone in the shower they will be naked do you have to show that they are though uh could you not just have some steam some some noise some la 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 i'm in the shower yeah you know well the, that's what i say yeah i mean so what are you saying that you would rather it not be in film yes you would you think you think this film would be better off minus the Chun Li shower scene? I don't think it would change uh, my feelings towards the movie. I don't think it's it's not going to change my rating. I just thought, oh, that's it's in there. Yeah, for titillation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. But I'm not watching a cartoon movie for titillation. <laughs> Why not? Not a fighting movie. <laughs> there. Okay. Um, so, Guy, I want to yeah. bring something to you. Yes, yeah. Um, as a younger man, someone yeah. maybe a bit more familiar with um, <laughs> technology. Someone's yeah. been a bit... I've been brought up alongside the internet as opposed to having it introduced to me. Yeah. If you want to watch some titillating cartoons... Yes. There's plenty of those on the internet. That's true. I can talk to, about, yeah. talk to you about that off-pod if you like. <laughs> I know a guy who knows a guy. <laughs> yeah. So Who knows some stuff for Guy. Yeah. But I, I guess, you know, you got to think about the time when it was made. Oh, it was made by... 1994. It was made by some Japanese animators in 1994. No internet. It doesn't surprise me. No internet back then. (laughs) Also, we are talking, like, culturally speaking, of essentially anime being an adult version of cartoons. Like, there's some swearing, at least in the English dub. And And violence. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't... Not that that much blood. A lot of, like, very heavy violence. You know, people getting punched in the face and thrown off cliffs and whatever. But... Yeah, I, it doesn't surprise me that it's in it. Yeah. I think it is probably one of the big reasons that it is remembered so fondly. <laughs> revered. Yeah, revered <laughs> even. Um, by people who... People, Rob, Rob said to me, don't talk about, don't talk too much about the Chun-Li scene. And I was like, what are you talking... The very fact that he brought it up means that it is the scene that has to be addressed no, in no, this I film. Think, no, no, I think it's your... Thoughts on it have to be addressed. And just, <laughs> hey, just I was alone, just sitting there. He brought it up. I was just sitting there. And he's like, <laughs> I was just sitting there watching it in his home, <laughs> and then he just he decides to talk to me about it. So for I guess because we're probably not going to show it, right? We can't really show the. No, we can show the things around it. Yeah, you know, but essentially, you just see her boobs yeah. uh, and her ass as she's taking a shower. Yeah. Before having a kick-ass fight with Vega. 
Yeah, the the, the fight was pretty cool. Yeah, and her in a, a button down shirt and nighty. Yeah, nighty and her undies. Yeah, great. Well, what, necessary. That's what she I was reckon. in. What, you say you come that, out of the shower. You say that as if this was a fucking documentary. They that did that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a choice. Everything was a choice. <laughs> yes, but, you know, real life. <laughs> real life. She's, she's around the house. Real she's, life. She's around the house. She's comfortable. She's relaxed. She's, she's wearing a nighty. She's wearing she's a nighty in her panties. She's been in, her house has been invaded while she's showering. Yeah, she's but she didn't know that. She didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> Stop defending this. It's great. This is what Rob meant. key piece of cinema. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, so look, I saw it. It's going to get a better rating was, from you, isn't when it? When I was 12 or 14, <laughs> and I, or I, no, I guess it must have been younger, 94, I don't know. But anyway, I was like, hell yeah, Naked Chun-Li. And watching it again, I was like, hell yeah, Naked Chun-Li. Yeah, a nostalgia wank, I guess. <laughs> So when you were watching this, you were thinking, yeah. <laughs> Finn's not really going to like this one as much because he's not as familiar with the source material. But at least he liked the Chun-Li scene. Well, so you were thinking of me while you were watching the movie. Yeah. And I thought of you while I was watching the movie as well. And I went, he's wanking to this, isn't he? <laughs> he's having a wank to this again. Again. Uh, so the Chun-Li, um, <laughs> the Chun-Li scene, uh, uh, yeah, brilliant. Empowering it, to women everywhere, I'm sure. Well, look, she did... You know, don't speak for woman guy. <laughs> no, I'm not. But I'm saying that, you know, if they really wanted to, I don't know. I, I honestly had absolutely zero problem with that. Like, if you're gonna make an adult cartoon, have all that shit in it. Don't shy away from any of that. I don't necessarily have a problem with it. Yeah, I just don't really care for it. I guess would you though have an issue with this is a live action mm. and that scene? I kind of just do in a lot of things when it's it just comes out of nowhere. When it's just like, oh, here's... So you are saying you actually just have a problem with gratuitous sex scenes. When I think it doesn't fit, mm. w- you know, within the movie, or if I don't think it's relevant mm. or contextually, it's just, you know, it's jarring sometimes. It's like, mm. oh, that's just kind of in there. Or right. a sex scene that goes on for, like, way too long, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. They're fucking... Yeah. I get it. Yeah. You know. But, you know, that's why we come to the movies for, titillation. I mean, that is a big part of... Why we watch to be titillated in different ways, not oh, necessarily, yeah, yeah. Not, not nec- you know, sexually, um, yeah, but yeah. but you know, and so this is one of those kind of. Hey, I'm no prude. <laughs> I'm no prude. I lo- I love me a titty. I'm sometimes two at once. Two at once, I reckon, is the best okay. way to go. Just not in movies. <laughs> no, not not all movies. Not this movie. Not this movie. All right. That's fine. Uh, so I'm glad. Well, I'm glad we've we we've, we've covered the tough topics here. I'm not on the uh, <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, so you know, yeah, worthwhile. Still good. Still holds up. <laughs> that scene still holds up. Yeah, that, that's just as perky as ever, right? Eh? But yeah. um, that's the thing about animated titties. But I will say that, like, yes, it is followed by like I think the best fight in the in the movie is her fight against uh, Vega. It does like portray her character of yeah. like being very resilient. You know, yeah. she doesn't back down. She just keeps on fighting, and she yeah. has a similar thing, like in the uh, Legend of Chun Li, where she beats him and then collapses. Yeah, but you and can then is found you, by you can someone. understand why she collapses a bit more in this one. Yeah, it does. because of how brutal the fight is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fight is brutal, which is again I think is good, mm-hmm. uh, because they're not pulling any punches. Yeah, with this, and also. Um, the other thing that I thought though was kind of hilarious about it 
is that Guile is on en route to to her to apartment. Help her. She to, needs his help. Yeah. And and ultimately she doesn't need it, which yeah. is cool. But yeah. also it's just hilarious because it's with a, 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 a not a, f- a phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say a regular phone, like not a cell phone. Yes. There's no cell phones. Non-mobile. He, he, he makes a call on a landline mm-hmm. and the landline phone gets knocked off at a certain point and he's like, oh no, I can hear some fighting. It's just so funny because it's so like, you know, for someone to watch that in 2023, it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> what is this phone just sitting there? Butters? <laughs> yeah. More than one? Yeah. Wires? Um, but yeah, so, and also he's like, and it's kind of interesting because he just drives like a maniac to get there. Yeah. And and I believe forces a car off the road at some point. Probably. Good guy. Um, drives the wrong way on an off ramp yep. Um, and gets there and she's like, yeah, I took care of that, by the way. Yeah, I did that. I'm strong, uh, woman. but but thanks. <laughs> uh, he also is the winner of our favorite segment, worst hair. Well, Chun Li uh, does call him brushhead exactly. at one point. Hey, brushhead! Therefore, awarding him <laughs> <laughs> the fact that his hair is addressed. Yeah, in any sense, I think he yeah, he's the winner. That's yeah. his hair that he has. That's what he's famous for. So he may have the worst hair. Yep. But who's the worst in this movie? Like the worst person, the worst character to consume. <laughs> well, look, Ken is pretty bad. It's Ken. Yeah, and I've uh, I've done you the favor of um, I've, I've sent you some. We're, we're going to recreate a bit of a, a bit of the the dialogue cool. to kind of set the scene of uh, how he's written as both a character and how it's performed by some yeah. of the voice actors. Because yeah, and I guess before we should start, mm-hmm. probably the the. I guess the thing that holds up the least mm-hmm. about this film is the voice acting. Yes. And is the worst, like, part of this is uh, always an issue, translation issues, yep. where translation of Japanese anime is often quite bad. Yes. It's often quite half-assed. Especially, like, the earlier you yeah, get as yeah, well. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And And now people are a lot more savvy and kind of hold people more accountable for it and also you can get instant feedback on whether it's good or not yes now, thanks to you know the internet and such and also the the reason a lot of it is bad is that essentially you're trying to fit english words into mouths that have been said japanese words yeah and so sentences are longer or shorter or which means that lot there's lots of uh Oh, yeah, huh? and what they also <laughs> tend to do is instead of trying to change the animation in any way, like oh, let's make them talk longer to match the dialogue, they'll yeah. just shorten the dialogue and just go. Well, he has to, yeah, he has to convey this in like two syllables. Yes, so go. And whoever's writing those translations is not necessarily super invested in no how good it sounds. And from from what I understand, also a lot of voice actors get their lines without any context. They don't know the line that's yeah. before or after. They yeah. com- record them in isolation, and so they don't know the emotion around it. Okay, <laughs> Eliza, let's get married. Huh? What do you mean? Right this minute? <laughs> sure. Why not? Well, this is out of the blue. You know, I don't even think I've heard you mention the word marriage before. So then, let's do it. But... But what? Something doesn't feel right. (laughs) Whatever. Hey, don't be angry. I'm not. (laughs) 
That, what a proposal! <laughs> it's uh, this conversation that you picked out here. Yeah, they're driving in a car, yep. and this is just before they're attacked, mm-hmm. I believe. Yes. Now, again, in the mythology of the, it kind of makes more sense in the mythology of the games because one of the endings is when Ken wins it. Yeah. He Eliza is uh, shows up, and he mar- and he's like, "Hey, Eliza, let's get married," and they go off and get married. Yeah. So that's clearly what they're referencing. Um. This is a weird time to ask for a proposal. Really? Uh, this is a weird way to word it. Hmm. <laughs> um, both let me, let me take both notes. of their reactions uh, seem strange and inappropriate. Hmm. Um, and especially at the end, though, because she's like, hey, don't be angry. And it's like... Well, you have just rejected his marriage proposal. Fucking Couldn't he be devastated? He shouldn't. He wasn't very invested. And he's like, eh, come on, let's get married. Yeah, it was was a very, like, casual, like, hey, this just occurred to me as we drive down this road. Wait a second. We're not married. (laughs) And also, like, Ken's Ken's dialogue is the worst in this film, I think. Yeah. Ken says heaps of weird stuff. He says, I feel like he says exactly what he's thinking <laughs> in the most simplistic way possible. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'll splice some in of just some horrible dialogue Good. that he has. Shut up! I have had enough of this! I guess I'm in no position to bargain! Sensei, I don't understand what you mean. Please explain it to me. My legs! They won't move! That's it. It's coming back to me. I remember now. Ha ha ha, we have fun. But yeah, least favorite character in I think all of these films consistently he's been the worst. He's pretty bland and anything that does stand out as not bland is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just bland with less letters. Yeah, I can't look, I can't stick up for Ken as a character here, mm. but especially his dialogue is like really ropey. He also calls T Hawk Chief Running Mouth. At a certain point. So just what are you trying to prove here, Chief Running Mouth? Which now is probably considered racist. Yeah, you know, cultural differences yeah. and mistranslations and whatnot. Um, yeah. I'm not defending it, I'm just, you know, that's probably the reason. You spoke of his uh, dialogue being a bit, you know, inappropriately timed. Yeah. Uh, the, one of the most inappropriately timed things in this um, that isn't Chun-Li's titties yeah. is uh, Guile's bicep flex. That he goes like, oh, I know you've been put into a coma. I'm going to get those responsible. (laughs) But I'll get revenge for what he did to both of us. (laughs) He just flexes like, and it's not that he just, he's, you know, he just gets mad. It's not anger. It's a legit, like, his bodybuilding pose. Yeah. I'm so angry. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck was that? Is that supposed to be uh, like character development of some kind? Uh, Yeah. Really well, weird. It also should be noted that if you think that I'm pervy about Chun Li, the characters in this film are also very pervy about Chun Li. I think as equally as he was in the live action film as well. You know, he says, "Oh, you finally get that interview as long as you wear that dress." Yeah, right. He says that at the end of that. True. And she's like, "Ah ha ha ha!" Yes, very very funny, Mister Guile. Guile says, "Move your cute little butt." At mm-hmm. one point. Now move your cute little butt before I run it over. Yeah, they put that. There's this weird little, like, kind of romantic buddy buddy thing that they develop yeah. here, which, as I alluded to earlier, was like, that's. It was first explored in this film before being introduced to the games. But then there's this other more disturbing bit where M. Bison is perving at Chun Li on his, like, 
android monitor with a surveillance yeah robots. he's surveilling her yeah. and he like surveils down to her boobs or something and then he's like he tells vega he's like why don't you go have some fun with miss lee i'm sure you can conjure something from that dark imagination of yours and it almost seems like he's kind of suggesting like some type of sexual assault great and i'm like I don't know if this we can really get on board with that like because it, it doesn't seem like he's saying hey just kill her yeah you yeah, know yeah that's um very inappropriate. but you Not know good. this is japanese anime that doesn't excuse it i'm just saying <laughs> yeah. this is uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. an explanation as opposed to a, uh, uh, yeah <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we're really t- tackling all the tough things today. <laughs> also, speaking of um, you know, kind of pervy stuff, there's also a scene where Balrog is watching Zangief wrestle Blanka. Yeah, and he seems to get aroused by the fight to the point that he pops his shirt in excitement. He's just sitting there watching this fight, and he's like. And everything just goes. I thought he was kind of gearing up to like jump in to fight as well. I thought he was just getting a a semi over the whole thing. I think that tells us more about you (laughs) than the. I don't know. Balrog seemed like he was. Yeah, he was. I don't know. Balrog was seeming pretty sexy in this movie, and I think it's the movie. (laughs) Balrog was pretty hyped on that fight. That's all I say. So in a comparison to the live action movie, there's a bit of a switcheroo, which I think may have been a coincidence. In the live action film, Guile, you know, is pretending to be dead in the body bag and he sits up and gives her a fright. Yeah. And she does they she do does the, the old switcheroo. That's right. There's a, a scene where yeah, Guile comes in and she's hiding under the blanket pretending to be dead. Yeah. And he's like, Oh my god, I'm too late. <laughs> And then she's like, hey, no. Hey, gotcha. I was just... well, actually, I'm not dead. Joke's <laughs> pretending to be dead. No, it's just a prank, bro. Settle down. Capcom loves jokes about <laughs> characters pretending, <laughs> tricking other characters who care deeply for them that they're dead. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's so funny. Typical, that's really typical funny. Capcom. Um, I do want to show you my favorite lines from this movie. I'll rip your fucking heart out, you filthy bastard. <laughs> Afraid I don't have one. Oh god, I can't take it. I gotta kill this nut before I kill myself. <laughs> I've said that. I've said that in real life. Not, you know, just... <laughs> that's great stuff. I, don't, I I imagine that's just like a mistranslation oh, of totally. Some kind. They're like, we, we need to, he needs to say something. It's yeah. like, hey, he needs to say something here uh, that makes him upset. Yeah. He wants to shut him up. <laughs> and he yeah. wants to beat him up to shut him up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got the perfect line. <laughs> and he was right. He had the perfect he was right. line. That was, that was great stuff. So after this scene, you know, big fights happen. But after the movie, there's a bit of a credits. Did you watch the credits? I only watched the... Uh, the end <laughs> actually i mean well should we talk about the ending first yeah the the real ending yes is that ken and ryu kind of team up to beat bison yay and uh in fact ryu or ken holds on to him to stop him doing his tele uh teleportation uh psychokinesis so thing the power of friendship and teamwork to beat the bad yeah. guy um and you're like cool He's gone. Also, um, M. Bison is sent straight back into his ship. Yep. 
and somehow him being thrown into the ship blows up the ship. Yeah, great. So, so like, like he has a bomb inside himself that yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he has so much power. Just de- you know? detonates the whole ship with that, his. That's how it works. <laughs> that's it's how, like, that's it's like when cars work. fall off cliffs. Yeah, they, they don't just, just blow. Up. They don't just roll or crumble. No, they explode. They got to explode. Everything's got to explode. Yeah. <laughs> Even when it's just a human being causing the explosion. He must have hit the petrol. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that works. So, yeah. so anyway, you're like, okay, cool, that's it. And then um, Ken and, and Ryu have this really awkward exchange ken is speaking so yeah yeah where uh he's like hey where are you going ryu goes don't know (laughs) yeah Yeah, that tracks yeah yeah, yeah. and then i think it's ryu goes you've gotten stronger you know and then ken goes you too see ya Best friend in <laughs> Best the world. <laughs> that's it. That's, yeah. that's the end of the film, technically. Yep. Um, How, however. <laughs> however, then Ryu starts walking down the road. Ken couldn't have given him a ride. And what is he? Yeah, right? He's got a car <laughs> to blast some Alice in Chains or whatever. But it's also weird. Like, Ryu's, like, walking down the road barefoot, like, you know, like, wherever he is is miles away. His feet are going to be torn up by the time he nah, gets the next town. This. He's been doing this for ages. That's all he does. He just His walks feet are somewhere. hardened yeah, by yeah, the yeah. stage. Calloused. Um, but anyway, so he's just walking along with his backpack slung over his back. And then what happens? He gets... <laughs> he gets snuck up on yep. by bison driving a truck. <laughs> Sneak attacked by a truck, and then it ends where I guess Rhea's jumping towards him. He's gonna kick him through the windscreen, and it just plays "Blind" by Corn. Yeah, which is a fucking banger. It's a, <laughs> it's a sick song. And I'm like, well, this all just happened very quickly, yeah. and then stopped. That's the thing. Like, it, it was so kind of like, okay, we need to say Bison's not dead. Yeah. Uh, and we need to kind of lead to like, hey, the more things are going to happen. We need to play the sick new song yeah. by Corn, And we need this new song. <laughs> and so it's weird because it's like, why would, would Bison ever be driving a giant truck? Right. Like, what? Sneakily. Sneakily. <laughs> How do you sneak up on yeah. someone with a truck? And That's a, great. And a giant, giant truck. Yeah. And then also Ryu, like, uh, he's been alerted to it. And so his tactic is to leap towards it as if... To me, I wasn't even like he's going to kick the uh, bison. He's literally just going to kick the truck. He's going to kick the truck down. (laughs) That's his tactic. Is that not a signature move? To defeat the truck. Is that not a signature move? Lightning truck. He could have just done a fireball at the truck. No, no, no. No more fireballs. It would have made more sense if he, at that point, had thrown a fireball at the truck. A fireball at least has the potential to damage the truck. I think it would have made more sense if they cut to Chun-Li having another shower because you know <laughs> well look that that would have been a welcome uh, ending <laughs> fuck off <laughs> that would have been welcome like yeah look what's Charlie up to she's she's back in the shower <laughs> you're a menace and you need to be stopped uh so anyway the it was just such a weird ending both the dialogue before it and that that kicking the truck thing just really i loved it uh, i mean <laughs> that was my favorite part of the film to me i was like i was like mm, we Took a couple steps back here. Yeah, and like the music choices were quite interesting. I thought yeah. when I watched the like the AI heightened one, maybe they just added these in of like, oh, I like the song, <laughs> put this in. Nah, they had Allison Chains and Corn and Silverchair in this. I was yeah, like, they spent a lot good. of money on that. Yeah, I imagine. maybe, maybe. Who knows? Was Corn big in nineteen ninety four? I think it was. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I was one. <laughs> so <laughs> again, what do I know? All right. 
best thing of the movie. Best part of the movie for me? <laughs> you know what it's going to be. <laughs> okay, all right. I, okay, worst part of the movie. <laughs> no, I, actually, best part of the movie, honestly, is probably the 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 fight between Chun-Li and Vega is yeah. actually what I would suggest is the best part. Yeah. Not, Not the, the prologue to that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I've, yeah, I've just put the amount of fight scenes. That's pretty good. Yeah, and like they're not dog shit, which is pretty cool. Now, very honorable mention to that opening prologue as well, because I think it just really sets up the Street Fighter like world and mythology for fans in a really cool way. It just tells the fans like, hey, we're actually like honoring the source material. Yeah. we're doing the thing that you like. Yeah, we're we're doing what you wanted and imagined when we originally said we were going to do this. Yeah, yeah. And I'll go first for worst. Yep. Uh, just without any familiarity to the source material, yeah. this is. Just fucking nonsense. <laughs> it's just, you mean the, the the plot of the whole film? Yeah, just like there's just all these characters that pop in and then they're gone. They definitely do. Like, it's definitely hard to justify a lot of these characters being in this. Yeah. I mean, even like I think back to like E. Honda and Dalsum, mm-hmm. you know, like, we, like, why are they there at the end? You know, yeah, they're just what's there. the point? Why did they come along? And also, you know, Giles like, yeah, I've got to get in, Bison. He comes up against M. Bison and is found wanting. He can't literally land one punch on him. Yeah, he sucks. He totally sucks in this. Chun-Li could have done it. Chun-Li would have, should have done it. Yeah, I bet you wanted more Chun-Li in this movie. Never have too much Chun-Li, apart <laughs> from if you dedicated an entire movie to her <laughs> yeah, and make yeah. it live action. We've already had too yeah. much Chun-Li, yeah, I yeah. believe. And uh, unfortunately, it's in the future, there's going to be too much Ken and too much Ryu, <laughs> I believe. Fuck, I hope the wheel doesn't land on that. Man, that'll be it. We're really going all Street Fighter all the time if I'll, it's another Street I mean, Fighter. I'll keep this in regardless, but I'm definitely keeping it in if it uh, comes up as foreshadowing. <laughs> right, now it's time for your favorite segment, Guy. Don't you know? I've got a cracking bit of trivia that I think you're not aware of. So Fei Long is credited as being voiced by Phil Williams. Do you know who Phil Williams is? I do not. Uh, for voice actor Union Legalities, uh, that was the pseudonym used by... Brian Cranston. Really? Yeah, Mr. Breaking Bad. It's a major organized crime syndicate that trades in weapons and drugs worldwide. They're involved in just about anything that's illegal. That's a fascinating little cameo. Right? Just Walter White just being Bruce Lee. It's sick. <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah. And I looked up, I was like, oh, maybe this is one of those ones where like yeah. there were a bunch of people that went, nah, n- n- yeah. nobody else has been in s- stuff other than just more anime and more, I mean, Probably great voice actors, but none of them, you know, like... Actually went on to be incredible. I don't know them. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what it boils down to. Yeah, and Akuma appearing on screen yep. is, uh made this eke out the live action for, like, you know, most most characters from the roster being featured in the film. I see. Yeah. yeah a little... I wonder if that was just a checklist. I yeah. mean, it seemed like the way that they featured him was just... Certainly did. There he is. Yeah. Tick, done. Yeah. Yeah. And I've actually got a correction from a previous Don't You Know, okay. where I, I misinformed you and yeah. our audience. Very sorry. Sorry about that. On uh, <laughs> well, you, you don't even know what it I'm is yet. I'm apologizing on behalf of, oh, to you. our audience. Yeah. Yes. Apologizing uh, to all the women. <laughs> That's the voice of Guy Pignan. Uh, yeah, on a previous episode, um, I talked about how there was the street fight of the movie The Game. Yeah. This movie also has a game. It's, it's called Street Fighter 2 Movie. But it was only released in Japan. Mm. So that's why I wasn't really aware of it. It right. wasn't a Western release and probably wasn't very popular just because how many other versions of Street Fighter 2 are there? So in terms of uh, how successful was this? I know that you looked into it a little bit. I did. Mm. 
incredibly successful yeah. as the artist. It's like one of the most successful video game adaptations of all time. Yeah. Like right? You, Based when, off the budget to gross ratio. Yeah. Yeah. Percentage wise, for sure. It was it made five times its budget. Yeah. And for animation, that's that's pretty big. Yeah, it's it is pretty like so. What I read is that it grossed about twenty nine million dollars yeah. uh, off a six million dollar budget or a five million dollar budget, something like that. Yeah, and that's like that's obviously any time you gross multiples of your budget, that's good. Yes, for an animated film specifically, it's probably even more of an achievement. I think it was in like the top five animated films of the year in Japan. Yeah, like financially. Yeah, which is. You know, considering the market for animated films yeah. over there, that's pretty big. Yeah, and it, and it did obviously go on to have a successful, more modest release here, you know, internationally. Yeah. And uh, even that is kind of a, an achievement because of the crazy content that is involved. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like as in the, it's a bad translation and stuff, but I think a lot of people, like a lot of Street Fighter fans came away from that being like, hey, that was a fucking cool tribute to what i loved about the games in street fighter yeah it was because it was a huge property at the time street fighter 2 yeah and also at that time street fighter was the game yeah and so again different kind of significance and relevance to to what it is now if it came out now yeah i don't i can't not not even this one in particular yeah it was like hey we're doing a street fighter animated movie 2d yeah yeah, at the time they really just got in it. That that's exactly that, that sweet spot. Yeah, and it's generally favored by Street Fighter fans as well. Like when I was looking at comments and things yeah. on videos, people were like, "I really, oh, this is just as good as I remember. I love this." Yeah, it could be a lot of nostalgia. Yeah, there's but, definitely an element of nostalgia to like rewatching that because like I can acknowledge like this plot. Hmm. Yeah, and too many characters. There's a lot of things that, like I said, I thought I was like, oh. I thought Finn was going to watch this and think it was brilliant. And then I was like, I don't know if he'll think that. Because as a non-Street Fighter fan, it really is for Street Fighter fans. So I think that's, I wouldn't recommend this film to someone who casually just wants to watch a a bad video game adaptation. Or just if someone wants to watch anime that's based on, you know, fighting, you know, having some kind of combat or whatever. This, This isn't it. No. It's I mean, nice. what you can watch Dragon Ball Z. I'd recommend Dragon Ball Z over this, but yeah. But for Street Fighter fans, I would highly recommend it. Yeah. So. So you wouldn't recommend it to me <laughs> to watch. <laughs> yeah. And do a podcast about. Yeah. And do significant amounts of research and watch three times. Yeah. Yeah, I did end up watching this three times. Um, a little peek behind the curtain. This ended up. Uh, I watched it basically straight away, and then I went. Oh, I didn't really watch I didn't, it. That I, well. I didn't really absorb much yeah. of that. So I then. Kind of uh, listened to it while I was working and yeah. realized, and then you're like, I didn't really, that didn't work in, either. In terms of audio, this thing kind of sucked. There's a lot of just dead air yeah. and just music playing and a lot of ambience. Yeah. Or you've just, like the fighting sounds, you know, what was going on? Who, who, yeah, who, who was, was that, that even? Yeah. Oh, it's Walter White having a, yeah. having a biff with um, what did, I was going to say, what did your, um, your uh, boss uh, think of you watching Street Fighter 2 as you worked? No, they don't care. It's better than <laughs> you're thinking though that I was watching the, the Chun Li oh, scene. Not just the Chun Li scene, but literally there's just Street Fighter two up against all this oh, other just, stuff. And you're like, just hey, my, it's just my phone. <laughs> I'm sticking my work done. If you can, it doesn't matter what you do as long as you get your work done. That's true. That's, fact, that's my that's, philosophy. No, look, that is something that employees should really think about. I think is like, look, 
watch <laughs> watch watch Street Fighter the anime the movie in work hours Do, as long as you've also done your work at the end of work wait no I think it should be mandatory <laughs> you have to watch Street Fighter 2 animated movie but you know it's like yeah go that, ahead and watch your YouTube that's what the second screen's for yeah like watch your sport game do whatever as long as it doesn't actually prohibit you from working go for it I oh think. yeah but anyway as an employee not an employer <laughs> I agree <laughs> So this movie was a 10, but guy, out of what? <laughs> well, I have to, ref- I need reference for of- my, my cu- current top rating. Uh, current top rating, yep. uh, the movie you've rated the highest was yep. Doom at 10,000. <laughs> and uh, previous Street Fighter, at, uh, I believe the, the live action was 13, mm-hmm. and The Legend of Chun-Li was 1,300. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think I'm going to give this one... Uh, 10 out of 15. Out of 15? Yeah. That's that's the same as you gave Resident Evil. Yeah. E- equally enjoyable for you? I think so, yes. Alrighty. But only as a Street Fighter fan, and that is a very important caveat to to my rating system here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 25. Oh, there we go. Which I think is the first time. What, you've cracked the 20s? No, it's the first time that... Uh, you've enjoyed a movie more than me in right. terms of our ratings. Yeah, yeah. Which makes sense. The biggest Street Fighter fan yeah. enjoys the Street Fighter movie a little bit more. Yeah. The one that's at least more faithful to the games. Yeah. Haven't played them. Don't care to. I've actually played less Street Fighter than last time we recorded an episode of Street had Fighter. I had a little jam on Street Fighter uh, 3 Second Impact the other day. So um, I actually frequently play that on the arcade machine. So Fair enough. Yeah. And that brings us into our recommendations. And I've actually got a recommendation regarding a version of Street Fighter 3. So I'm once again recommending a Matt McMuscles video. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time a look at the troubled development of Street Fighter Street Fighter 3. It's the eventual sequel to the most popular fighting video game at the time. And from what I understand, it has an all new roster except for Ken and Ryu. Yeah. My least favorite characters returning and then the rest is new but all the new characters are kind of weird and i guess i suppose you could say that about all the street fighter roster but i didn't recognize any of them but they did i don't think that they're like sort of in street fighter canon Mm. sort of like all these new characters are like yeah it's going to be a total new roster and then they got cold feet and they're like well we better put ryu in there and then ah well ryu and ken are the same skin so we can probably get away (laughs) so we can basically do that um and you know, I don't find any of those new characters particularly memorable in, in the way that the old ones were. Yeah, they haven't, like, penetrated the zeitgeist. Exactly. Like, I recognise all of these Street Fighter characters. Yeah, as someone who hasn't played Street Fighter, yeah. yeah. But you don't know who Alex is. <laughs> who the fuck is Alex? No, nah, exactly. Well, he was meant to be their, the guy, the new Ryu, basically. Oh, yeah. With a generic name, just Alex. Alex, yeah. I think he's got a whole weird story. Anyway. They all, they all do. They all do. There's Alex um, and Tekken as well. Yeah. I think he's a dinosaur. Yeah. With boxing gloves. Yeah. That's way more memorable. That is much more memorable. Uh, something else that's memorable to those who have been keeping track of esports. I'm not one of them. However, Neither I did find I. this little uh, nugget. It's a YouTube video covering one of the most iconic and impressive feats of video game skill ever caught on camera mm. and at an esports event, yeah. no less. Uh, there's like a 17 hit move from Chun Li that she does Ooh. one of it, and some guy manages to block every single hit in a competitive fight in front of a bunch of people. It's a great video. They interview the guy that actually managed to do it, yeah, and you know what he's done since and how it influenced others in terms of <laughs> and what he's done games. since remained in his mum's basement. Yeah, 
wanking with his mates alongside <laughs> over the, the Chunley the, the shower scene. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you know where, the guy. Where, where, wow. <laughs> so the, where are they now on that guy? <laughs> <laughs> he's probably, we're laughing, but he's probably like really rich from esports. No, I think he's just some guy. It's just a thing that he did. And he's just like, oh yeah. Well, cool. there's a lot of money in esports. Now. You th- they see him back then, maybe not. Quite a long time okay. ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. No, he's still in the basement then. Yeah. <laughs> he could just be a guy. Nah, he can't <laughs> it's be a one guy. One or the other. <laughs> the dichotomy of gamers. Rich or loser. There is a healthy Total middle loser. of rich loser. There's a bunch of those. All right. Time to spin the wheel, guy. All righty. What are we doomed to watch next? <laughs> Please don't be Street Fighter. Oh, we're going oh. to watch the next Resident Evil. We Finally are. getting the series further underway. Man, I'm not happy about this. Uh, I'm stoked. Yeah, I'm not happy about this. This is Resident Evil 2. Woo! This is fun. Uh, I have a feeling mm-hmm. that Resident Evil 2 is the worst Resident Evil of all those Resident Evil. Subjectively. Evils. have a bad feeling. Well, you like good movies. I like some movies. <laughs> I think this next one, we're going to have a bunch of fun. Yeah. Okay, cool. Me having fun at your expense. Yeah. Me having fun because this movie may or may not be good. No spoilies. I would like to thank everyone. Yes. So, um, If you like what we do, please consider following us using the links in the show notes or the description. And leave honest, high rating reviews. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, hit like. On everything. Yeah. Uh, rate on um, Spotify. Yeah, you can you can rate. You can't leave reviews, unfortunately, but you can email us. Yeah. We've got links. Yeah. As so I said, reach out, but uh, all the feedback is, yeah, highly encouraged. So, um, and thank you to everyone that has been listening and letting us know. Yeah, means a lot. means our little project can grow. So we'll see you next time where we watch the sequel to Resident Evil, Resident Evil 2, thing that comes after that. See ya. See ya.